Well, 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 Amazon, you've been getting away with it for some time. In a time where we lean on Amazon and other services like it more and more to deliver us the things that we need, finally, finally, they're being held liable for the things that are on its store. Let's talk about it. Welcome to In the Weeds with Dexter Johnson. This is a tech podcast all about you, the listener. My aim is to educate, inform, and most importantly, empower you with the tools that you need to face this ever-changing world of technology. So let's get into it, shall we? So in an article from The Verge, oh, and I love it. I love it so much. The California 4th District Court of Appeals reversed a 2019 trial court ruling and reinstated claims from a woman who says she suffered third degree burns when a defective battery she bought from a third party seller on Amazon caught fire. So first and foremost. Amazon. Ever heard of it? At first, it was you go on here, you buy your books, and you're good to go. And then it slowly transitioned into the company that becomes the first place that you look for anything for shoes, Amazon, electronics, Amazon, trinkets around the house, Amazon, Christmas gifts, Amazon, birthday gifts, Amazon. You know, they have become the Walmart. Of the internet. They truly have taken over online retailing. And like I said, where we're thinking about this time and where we're ordering more and more, the liability has to fall on someone. But Amazon, they're always the intermediary. They're always the intermediary. So let's go into this story a little bit, shall we? And I'm going to quote the article. Angela Bolger says that she bought a replacement battery on Amazon from eLife, a fictitious company name for Linoge Technology Limited, which shipped the battery to her in Amazon-branded packaging. Several months later, Bolger claims the battery exploded. She says she was never notified of safety concerns that led to eLife being banned from Amazon's platform. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Amazon always wants to be in the middle. And to me, to me, this decision was the right decision. What do you think? There has to be some liability. So here's the thing. If you're allowing them on your marketplace, us as consumers, we're going to assume that everything is okay. Right? If you submit an application to the iOS app store or if you submit an application to Google Play store, we're thinking that there is some type of vetting process. This is why when they say, hey, when you're jailbreaking and doing all the rest of these things to your device, we don't have control. So we really can't promise you that those apps are going to run properly on your device. Now, even though jank slips through the cracks 
we can make the assumption that most of the things, I would say 95% of things in your app store is going to be perfectly fine for you to utilize and run on your device. And it shouldn't contain a lot of malware. It shouldn't contain a lot of back doors. And most and foremost, it should work properly for your device. Now, if you have a really old device, then some of the newer apps might not be available. That's a completely different story. But this is talking about something serving as an intermediary. And they're saying, we're going to take the onus on us. We're taking ownership and we're saying things that are in this store, we have looked at them. They have went through an approval process and now we're pushing them to you. But in Amazon's defense, there are lots of smaller companies that can really get onto the store and do a lot of really good things because they own that. And Amazon is just the quote unquote storefront. But if you are Amazon and you promise great things, the thing about Amazon is culture. They truly want the customer to be happy. But to me, even though customers are already happy, I think for the most part, people love Amazon. But there is a layer of trust that has to maintain. And I just want to make sure that I'm dealing that we're dealing with the best sellers and retailers that we can. And honestly, I think that we should see more of this. And I want to see more of this. I want Amazon to continue to be held liable. So therefore, they can fully vet all of these retailers that are utilizing their name to get to us. Guys, what do you think? Be sure to tweet me at Dexter underscore Johnson and we can keep the conversation going. Until next time. I'll holler at you. Thank you for listening to another episode of In the Weeds with Dexter Johnson. I'm hoping you're coming away more empowered, educated, and enthralled in the technological world. Be sure to tell a friend, share this episode, and follow me on Twitter at Dexter underscore Johnson. And most importantly, stay tuned for future episodes. Until next time.